0: What's happening? Will Freeman, Revolutionary Lifestyle Design.com. Part three, how to play past politics. So, in part one, we covered the spectacle of politics, why politics is like pro wrestling. Part two, we covered why people buy in, um, especially why smart people buy in. Okay, if you're a dumb person who buys into politics, you're not watching this, but I covered why smart guys buy into the spectacle, um, even when they can understand the spectacle is literally pro wrestling and All the different triggers and things that make them buy-in and We got through why it's a terrible ROI um, Why it is not a good way to make yourself happy and why? um, In essence, you are not significant and effective in the political process. Anyways, even if you were to devote your life to it Okay, if you haven't watched parts 1 and 2 watch parts 1 and 2 and check out my article and video on why politics is a waste of time, um, but especially check out part two, okay? Because that's where I really, really break everything down for 45 minutes, just every objection you might have to why you should get involved and you know, country and all these different things um, and why it, it, it is just not a good return on your investment. But now in part three, I'm gonna teach you how to transmute your uh, political energy into productivity. Okay, because we all, every man has a sense of wanting to change the world and wanting to shape the world around him and be able to build and create and do all these good things. And some people get confused and think that I'm selling you some type of hedonism or empty um, individualism. In reality, I'm not selling you any ism. I don't know how many times I have to say it. I'm not selling you an ism. I'm selling you the pursuit of your own happiness. And that pursuit of happiness can include a number of different things that help other people. In fact, I encourage you to help other people, okay? But it is through your own pursuit of happiness. Now, this is where we need to have agreement for for you to be able to understand the rest of the video. And actually, the vast majority of the stuff that I do, so what I want to cover is the pursuit of happiness versus the pursuit of a cause, all right? The cause being the spectacle. So the pursuit of a cause and pursuit of happiness are 180 degree opposed strategies you can't pursue a cause and pursue happiness okay because as we covered in part two the trigger mechanisms that get you involved in a cause that get you involved in politics that get you involved in the fucking spectacle of pro wrestling that is politics are fear shame outrage um you know hero worship all these different factors that will not contribute to your happiness not only that, will actually work actively against your happiness, right? Look at the millions and millions of clickbait articles that get people in on outrage and serve to make them further outraged or watch the news and see all the fear and they're promoting terrorism and attack and attack and this and that, and it's fear, 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 fear. So these things will not will not only make you not happier, but they will actually make you unhappier. So they are two diametrically opposed um, strategies for pursuing a lifestyle and they are completely 100% incompatible. Okay. It's very important you understand that. And as we covered in part one, the political people are polarized and they are, they are completely polarized and look around at all the political, the most politically polarized people, you know, guarantee those are not happy people. They are n- the political radical is never a happy person. It is it is impossible to be happy when you are a political radical because you are always outraged at the latest thing or the, the latest thing that you notice and there's always something going on because you're so polarized. So there are so many millions of things to make you angry as opposed to the person who pursues happiness who's always constantly trying to reframe any type of negative negativity into um, a positive outcome and a positive outlook. So... That's important to understand. The other important thing to understand, which we covered in part two, is that the political person, the polarized, even the political radical, is still trying to be happy. They are a human being, and every human uh, moves towards pleasure and and away from pain. They're just bad at it, because at some point in their life, they were really angry about something, or they're angry about a number of things, and and that, that outrage was able to be leveraged by a particular programmer, whether it was their... Uh, university teacher or um, the television or, uh, you know, one of the different, you know, thousands of different uh, political reality tunnels that they were pulled into and they were taught that that pain that they were having was the result of X people and so then they were going to spend their life attacking X people, right? You know, a good example would be a feminist who learned that it's the patriarchy, who has made her life miserable and her parents' life miserable and that is who she's gonna spend the rest of her life attacking. But every behavior has a positive intent behind it. So at some, at some point, she was a little girl um, or he was a little boy, just like the rest of us, who wanted to be happy and play and then there was, an, at some point in their life, there came a lot of pain and they looked for the source of that pain and the, and the source of that pain was X, the enemy. Um, and then they were easily leveraged into that political reality tunnel. So they are working to try and eliminate that pain for themselves and for other people. They just don't realize that they're doing a very bad job when in reality they could reframe from the source, from the actual thoughts that are making them unhappy and then from the actual feelings that are making them unhappy and do that in real time, okay? Uh, you know, it's the same with the psychiatrist who wants someone to look back into their childhood when in reality, you can just look at what's making you unhappy right now and reframe that and do that consistently throughout your life with every moment because every moment is the present moment, okay? So, and I'm I'm not just singling out feminists. I'm singling out any anybody from any spectrum who is... Polarized and political, they are are they are very bad at state control. That's why you have people fighting each other at rallies and screaming and getting immediately angry and and triggering themselves all the time because they're bad at state control. So you have university classes where people have to put trigger warnings on um, a topic that they're teaching for grown adults because the adults' sense of state control is so fucking bad that they will have an outburst if they are not warned in advance okay this is sort of this is the state of um, a lot of people especially the millennials in very polarized political landscape where people are very bad at state control okay because they are so polarized and there's so many there's so many things that they're taught to be angry about and that makes people very polarized and very bad at being happy so that's what you need to understand okay now from my perspective, everyone has their own little, everyone who's polarized and political has their reality tunnel they say, well, if everyone adopted our mindset, then the world would be a happy place. I don't see it that way because I see it the way that um, the world would continue to be as it is because the world has been nothing but political people fighting each other and killing each other and taking control over each other. So whatever reality, political reality tunnel that you've bought into, that will give you the same result as what's gone on through history. Whereas if everyone pursued their happiness and state control as their priority and put their pursuit of happiness as a priority and their parents did, so therefore they came from well-adjusted childhoods with happy parents who had good state control and everyone aligned what they wanted with what actually made them happy as opposed to just grasping at anything that they think is gonna make them happy, but you actually have self-awareness, align that to your wants and align your wants to your happiness, we would have a very happy functional world because when you actually align your wants to your happiness, you realize that making other people happy, being nice, um, being positive, does make you happy in the sense that I can say you could remove all the laws and I'm not gonna start robbing, raping, torturing and murdering my neighbors. In fact, I guarantee you that I won't do that and I guarantee that um, if my neighbors aren't attacking me, I would live the exact same lifestyle that I am living now. With that said, I'm not an idealist and I know that the vast majority of people are not going to adopt what I'm saying. They just tune it out or they don't actually hear what I'm saying. Um, So the good thing is uh, I don't have a movement or an agenda or a political thing that I'm trying to teach you. I'm just speaking to you specifically, whether your name is Bob or John or David, about this has made me happy and this is my advice to make you happier. But if if you choose not to accept that, it's no... Um, damage to me, because I am not a political radical. I'm not radical about this movement. It is um, just my business. My business is to give you these strategies to be happier, okay? And I know that I do it enough. I'm going to have enough people to support me, and I will be able to continue to make a living off of it, but it is not a political movement. It never will be. So that's the way that I see things, and... If everyone adopted that mentality, we wouldn't need the Leviathan to rule over us, right? the strongest, most powerful force to put guns in our faces to make sure that everyone's a good boy and a good girl. If everyone aligned their wants to what actually made them happy, we would actually be really nice to each other and we wouldn't have a need for all of this elaborate system of force. Um, controlling people, especially if everyone realized what was going on and saw the spectacle for what it is, is pro wrestling and stopped buying into the idea of government and bought into the pursuit of happiness. You would walk down the street and wave to people and, every, and people would wave back to you and, and neighbors would help you build a house and it would be a beautiful world, but that will never happen. Okay. I'm not a limousine liberal. I'm not idealistic like that. It would never happen, but I'm saying that Versus the mentality of the political person, I think that my my strategy for living um, is much better, and and it is not a cop out of you're abandoning this cause, and this cause would change the world to make a better place. I think that not only is it a better lifestyle for you, but if everyone adopted the mentality, then it would make the life the world much better place than every political. Uh, system or ideology that is available right now. That's my belief. So what I'm saying is pursuit of happiness versus pursuit of a cause are two diametrically opposed um, belief systems. If you want to pursue a cause, that's fine with me. You just have to do it somewhere else because that's not my brand. Okay. My brand just won't be for you. If you can't get it through your head that everyone is actually pursuing their happiness, and the smartest thing to do is to pursue your happiness to the best of your abilities, then there's nothing I can say to you except go to one of the other political blogs that are much bigger with many angry guys commenting all over the place and join that angry echo chamber because there's nothing that I can do for you at that point because you cannot pursue a cause and pursue happiness at the same time. They are in complete combat with each other. All right. So... That's the first thing. We need agreement on that. The pursuit of happiness is your primary for priority. And not being idealist, we recognize that everyone else is not going to buy in. Okay? I know that everyone else is not going to buy in. I don't talk about this shit with the average person because they're just going to tune it out or they're going to get upset because I don't believe into whatever their cause is. Whether it's conservative or liberal or anything like that. In fact, I try and limit my conversations with the average person to as much as possible because there's very little that I have in common with them. So what that means is you have to play around them, okay? And the first move is optimizing your quality of life. And what that means is just you are alive and you want your life to be as natural and happy as possible. For me, that was moving. I'm living better right now in a monarchy than a liberal democracy. If that doesn't show you um, how little... You know, that that sounds insane to some people, right? You have more freedom here. I have more freedom here in a, in a monarchy than I did in Canada or would in the U.S., which the pursuit of happiness was built into the U.S. Constitution. But I guarantee I have more free in a monarchy, freedom in a monarchy of Thailand than I would the U.S. So you make the smart moves um, and you play the game of life, okay? I'm not selling you on this pursuit of happiness as the ideology to spread around the world Um I'm selling, and I'm not selling you that other people are going to change. That's very important to understand. So you understand that everyone else buys into this insane spectacle, and now you are removed from it, and the question is, what the fuck do you do? What you do is you become a player in the game of life, okay? Now you have liberated yourself to be able to live for yourself, okay? There's no rules. There's no rules. It's just, what you've been taught is just what a bunch of dead men thought, or what the political rulers thought, and you've just just stepped out of that. And now you get to play for yourself for the first time, perhaps, in your entire life, you get to play for yourself. And what you want to do is you want to play to be happy, healthy, and wealthy, okay? You want to play to to live your best life, right? It's the most logical thing you can do. And you accept reality as it is, okay? Recognize, as we said in part two... That you're insignificant on the world stage. This is very important because one of the six, uh, six triggers from part two was the politicians who sell you a false sense of significance in your vote matters and you have to be involved in all this shit. Once you say, wait a second, my vote doesn't matter and I'm actually not significant to, this, to the um, political spectrum at all, it's a beautiful thing. Not because your life doesn't matter, not because you don't matter. That's the the exact opposite of what I mean. You're just not significant to the political process. And the way you should look at that is extremely liberating because you can just drop all the baggage of having to care. You don't have to be the guy screaming at a party. Because we need these issues, and, and getting all upset over everything because you don't matter, and you don't have to, and therefore you don't have to care. You you didn't create the world, okay? So you don't have to be upset about it. If you want to be upset about the world, then do it to the fullest and be upset 24/7. Look, you can look at the news cycle and on, online, and there is something to be upset about every minute of the day. Someone's getting killed, or some African kid is starving, or any number of things, okay? Any number of things that you're not evolved for you're not evolved to be able to take in all that information and that you didn't set up and you didn't um, create and you don't have control over the best you can do is a drop in the bucket all right and look around i mean like do the chimpanzees? We're, we're we're human animal are the chimpanzees worried about these different things they are not let the people who have control over these things worry about them okay yes they are not good people but that is the the situation that you are in. You do not have control over that unless you are very wealthy. Now, if you want to get very wealthy and be able to change those things, go for it. But do not delude yourself and think that you're significant in the process. So recognize your insignificance and that means you can drop that baggage and then you can feel free to to do as you please and not feel guilty about it. However, I know that as a man, you do want some significance in your life. Okay, men want to be able to build and create and be significant, which is why there's so many depressed men out there because their only outlet is going to an office job and doing fucking drudgery and sitting at a desk and, and producing shit that they know is fucking useless, doing TPS reports and whatnot, okay, because they are they are not engaged, Um a far, you don't see de- depressed farmers because they always have work to do, and they're creating and building and, and make crops and all that, and they don't have time for it because they're always out there working with their hands and um, building and creating something. So this is very important, and this is what I want to give you in in this video is how to transmit your political energy into productivity. Okay, so I've in all the other strategies that I've talked about on my site about being happier. Uh, The vast majority of them are centered around you, okay? But I recognize the the appeal of significance in every man. Every man wants to be somewhat significant, but you have to channel that significance into the right channels, okay? That's very important. So the first thing you want to do is be able to get your shit together, be happy within your own life, okay? When you're happy within your own life, then you can spread that happiness to others just by just by being around them, okay, they just absorb your good state. And when you get to a higher level, you can actually teach things to other people who have ears, okay, not to everybody, but to the guy who's um, asking you about how you're successful in these different areas. So, for example, my business is built on strategies to live better, and I get significance out of that. I don't have significance of, um, the president of the United States, but I have significance where I can wake up and feel good about what I'm doing, feel good about what I'm building. And I don't have the, I don't need the significance of the president. Okay. I want to see how I want to push it to see how significant I get. However, I'm happy with what I'm doing right now. I'm happy doing what I'm doing right now, which is very important. So as you start to make yourself happy, you become a good neighbor, not because you're you're uh, being fake and pretending to do things just because you're naturally happy. So you smile at people in the elevator and you hold the door and uh, you buy local and you smile at the person in the checkout uh, aisle and you're nice to people and you're nice to your friends and, and people want to hang around you because you're positive. Okay. And if you want to give, you know, you are just giving yourself to the people around you naturally. Okay. That's, that's, Sort of the first stage. And you have to be happy within yourself first. Okay. But then as you want to expand that, the way that you do that is you really focus on self-actualization. Okay. So how you put it into practice. You aim for happy, healthy, and wealthy. Those are the big categories for self-actualization. That's that's what you want to get handled first. When you look at the vast majority of these political people, especially like the really polarized ones, like the SJWs or um, you know other radicals, any radical from any movement, they do they look like well dressed, um, happy, well adjusted people? Do their comments? Do, does their vocal tone look like happy? So they are so polarized and so certain in their ideology that they are. Not, on, not just giving, but forcing or trying to force their ideology on other people when they don't even have their own um, lifestyle together, right? So that is the big thing. First is, is the self-actualization. Aim for happy, healthy, and wealthy. Help yourself first because if you're miserable, sick, and broke, you're useless to the world. You are useless. You have to get your shit together first before you can even think about building and creating and being significant. You got to get that shit together. Then you create the lifestyle, okay? That means where you live. Like I said, I moved to a monarchy because it was a better lifestyle for me. The routines, the organization, okay? If you want to see how to do that, check out my book, How to Get Organized. Um, You've got a a consistent lifestyle that uh, is able to keep you consistently happy and healthy and wealthy, right? You've got the lifestyles, you've got the self-actualization and you've got a lifestyle built around that. Then you can start to help help others who are open. Like a couple of your boys might be looking at you like, hey, John, you know, what's going on? You know, you got in shape. You got these girls, your lifestyles. Like, what did you, what did you do to change things? And then you you can, you know, break it down for them, what you've been doing. You can point them to the articles or the videos or, or just whatever ideas that you have and help that guy. But only if they ask, okay? The, the last thing you want to do is... is Give advice to someone who doesn't ask because they're just going to shoot the messenger. Especially if it is, um, you know, realistic truth-telling advice. People aren't going to want to hear that, right? So then you help the people who are open. That's how my business came about. I was helping, you know, guys that I worked with. A small-town guy came to Toronto, wasn't getting laid. I put him online, told him what to say, and boom, he's banging two or three girls a week. So my business came out of that about helping people and then the next move is you start building your community once you've got everything secure in yourself and you've helped a few friends you've got your lifestyle stabilized and you can start building your community okay build your community and that's what I've done over the last five years I've built this community online I've Talked with a bunch of guys offline. I've met up with a bunch of guys offline. I've got guys offline with similar mentalities who are living in my city or who are coming through my city. And that is the move for the future is to only increase that. Okay, here's here's my game plan. So number one, can be as consistently as happy as possible. Number two, touch as many lives as possible through my business, okay? Number three, build a community online, which I've done and which I'm continuing to doing and build it offline, which I'm most likely gonna do here in Southeast Asia or perhaps uh, a small to mid-sized town in Arizona or somewhere like that in the US. And then possibly have a, f- a family and raise the family within a community. Most likely I would do it out here. And I've got a buddy who's a farmer and you know, we'd have organic crops and fresh drinking water and we'd have, Um, Instead of sending the kids to school all day, we put them with tutors so that they learned the things that are actually useful, like starting a business in English as well as uh, Mandarin and programming and things like that. And, you know, not have them sitting in school all day, have them sitting for a couple hours a day and then being able to have fun with the rest of the community for the rest of the day. And, you know, I'm not talking about some fucking bullshit communist style. Everyone would still be making money. In the real world, you know, we would just be living around each other and, and, um, you know, we'd pay each other for whichever the joint chores need to be done. So that's the ultimate move, which I'd like to have that set up within the next five years. But my buddy just moved out to the country right now. He built and bought and built a house for, you know, $1,000 just off a resort. And he's vegan, so he's going to be doing all his own farming, um, growing his own crops, you know, they've got the drinking water, f- fresh drinking water set up from the spring, all that stuff going on. He's, he's already doing it now. So that's where we're moving to in the future. All right. And that's all part of the game plan. And adding to that is, is you know, I've got bank accounts in different countries, the passports, the um, different currencies, the different the bonds, the gold, the silver, everything, all the everything protected. So so everything optimized, right? And then within the community, we are building, we're creating, um, donating time, reinvesting money, support, love, and gives you a sense of significance, right? When you have a community, it you end up be significant to the the greater vast world, but you're significant to that community. And that's how we're evolved to live. We're evolved to live in these small 30, 40% person hunter-gatherer nomad tribes, you wanna live you wanna try and mimic that natural lifestyle as much as possible with all the other awesome modern technology. Because I'm not a I'm not a fucking hippie, okay? I'm not telling you to forget about internet and having a big ass TV and uh, recreational fun stuff and money. No no, no no no. You take the best of both worlds, right? Because you can do that in two thousand seventeen. You can set up land um in the thai countryside and still get 4g 5g internet this Is it possible because i i was out there last week i saw it um and then it's all reciprocal so you receive back you've got yourself happy healthy and wealthy you've got the lifestyle then you've got the community then perhaps the family around around that and you give into that you give into all these things and then you get all that back reciprocal okay and you can create all this for yourself, and you can be significant to those things, all right? Natural life, modern technology, and this is how you really affect change, all right? If you're 20, 25, 30, there's nothing stopping you from doing this, and you don't have to move out to Thailand. You can move out to, you know, a small town in um, outside of Arizona, and you can find a bunch of... You can get your money up, you can get it online, you can get to six figures, you can get in shape, you can do all these things. Then perhaps you find a girl, of course you don't get legally married because you can't do that anymore. And you don't buy a house if you can't afford it, but you do move out there with the people that you care about and you focus on building something. Or, shit, you can come out here with me. At some point, it'll probably be a couple of the guys that I'm living with will probably be guys who are readers or guys who are watching videos and within the next five to seven years i'm pretty pretty sure that we will already have that um established okay there there are unlimited uh possibilities there's so much available to you And fine you don't like southeast asia you don't like america go to south america go to mid-sized town in in poland or hungary or one of those other cheaper safe countries um Nothing's stopping you from doing that. Nothing's stopping you from doing that. It's really just about getting your life together, getting your money together, getting in shape, um, helping, you know, getting positive, then, then finding like-minded people and making it happen. And you don't need to find thousands of people. You can do it with 10. And you can have all the kids growing up together, and it's a beautiful thing. Now, to me, this is how you really affect change, okay? So far, this has been a massive, massive ROI. When I dialed in this mindset, it's been a massive ROI. Um, first on changing myself, that's been the biggest round investment that I've ever done, is really focusing on personal development and changing myself. Changing my lifestyle, another massive investment. Like moving out to Thailand was a huge, huge has huge ROI for me. Also like getting organized, getting up early, um, getting on a system, getting scheduled, all that stuff, massive ROI. Getting happy and getting positive, focusing on my happiness, big massive ROI. Also massive ROI on everyone around me, uh, from the checkout girl to whoever, because I'm able to bring that to whoever I'm speaking to. And then the community, okay, I've met a bunch of guys already, I've got some great friends, and I've learned from them, they learn from me, and you know, I can see these things starting to happen. I'm going to be watching my friend as he, you know, builds up his house and all that. And also building my community online with you and, you know, on the website. And eventually I'll bring the forum back, probably get some Facebook groups, maybe a subreddit. Once I get a bit more free time and we'll have all that stuff going and then we'll have stuff going offline too for guys, legit guys who want to come out and and perhaps be part of um, something offline. You know, I'll be doing that. This, this, is, this is, that's the next step, the next phase. And so far, in all those phases leading up to that, everything has been a massive ROI. And I've been effective and I've been significant. Okay. As opposed to the political guy who's just commenting all day, you're not affecting anything and you're not significant on, on any level for what you're trying to accomplish. But when I dialed it into those levels, I was a f- super effective and super significant and a massive ROI. Massive. Okay? And what you have to do is you have to use every ounce of your energy to go tunnel vision, tunnel vision and affect focus on affecting actual change in your life. What can I do? What are my problems? Sit down, go through the problems. What can I do? How do I get my income up? How do I get my wealth together? How do I get the girls? How do I how do I get what does my ideal day look like? Where is it? Where where am I living in my ideal day? What kind of, what amount of money do I need to do? How much do I need to make a month to get there? Um, you know, What kind of girl am I looking for? What do I want in a relationship? So you're structuring that and you're like, how do I, how do I build my ideal thing? And then you're, you're taking steps towards it. And then the shit becomes a reality. It becomes a reality and you have built the life that you actually wanted to build. Which is what got you into politics in the first place. You got into that political trance in the first place because you're 14 or 15 and your life's fucked up and you're angry and you wanted this happy lifestyle but now you're angry and so you find someone who uh, plays on your outrage and then you buy into their movement and they say, well, we just need to keep giving it to these people and once we give it to these people we'll have this utopia and you'll get to live in this great world and your kids will get to live in this great world and that never happens. That never happens. But you can actually create what you wanted in the first place by focusing on yourself and controlling what you can fucking control. So that is the reality. Okay. It's not fantasy. It's not um, some future projection that's never going to happen. It's not unmanaged. It is very much managed. You've got goals and metrics and application and action taking. I see these guys and they're talking about, you know, in the men's movement there's, the political stuff has really picked up steam over the last couple of years and these guys are talking about the, the society that they want. And I'm, I'm thinking like, dude, the 10 of you guys commenting on this article could go out to Arizona and start building up the fucking community that you wanted today. Like you could start doing that right now. Um, or two to three years from now once you get your income online or you move your income to that to where you want to live. But you can affect change and build that society that you want you know right now you just build it up you just build up the community. It doesn't matter what the government, you just need a place where the government's not going to bother you too much. Um, and and you just need to be smart about that. Like where where can we go? It's not like you're going to be breaking any laws anyways. You just want somewhere where there's low to no taxes and You're able to set up a community and be relatively, um, you know, not bothered, right? So that's what it's about. It's about actually setting goals, action, metrics, um, and having that tunnel vision, right? Start with yourself. Spread around once you get better, and then build that community. And you can even do what I'm doing. You You can spread some of the message online if you want. So... That's the move. And then you see how far you can go with it, right? I'm going to see how far I can go with the online stuff. See how big I can make it. See how cool I can make the community. Um, hopefully get my mom out there. Maybe keep selling my friends. Since I moved out of Thailand, I've been selling my friends in Toronto. It might take me 15 years to break them out of their blue pill mentality. But as life in the West starts to get shittier and shittier and they hate their jobs even more, hopefully one day I can get them to come out and join my community once it's set up and I've done all the hard work for them, that's just how it has to go because no one, no one ever builds it for it. You have to be the guy that does it, right? But start with yourself, build around your influence, and then start looking at perhaps building that community, okay? This is something that every political guy could create if they weren't wasting so much time commenting and being on Twitter and all sound in theory, but actually affecting Zero fucking change in the real world, and this is what this is what the guy wants. This is what the the political guy wants. He doesn't want to be when he if you would actually think about it and align his wants with happiness. He doesn't want to be angry. He doesn't want to be protesting on on Twitter this and that. He wants to be living in a happy community, which you can do. Okay. So to recap: pursuit of happiness, pursue your own happiness, get your health health, happiness, wealth, and relationships together then you are naturally spreading that influence around the people around you, okay? So you're already changing the world. Then you're able to, once you're strong enough, you're able to give that to your friends and lift up the ones who wanna hear. So now you're actively um, helping people. Then you can build up um, a community of like-minded people around you or even you could do what I do and start putting the message out there. And pay it forward to other people if you if you chose to, um, and and that's what you do. That's how you transmute your energy into political um, your political energy into productivity. And so you're not significant to the vast majority of the world, but you're going to be significant to the community and perhaps the family. Okay, you're not getting legally married, but you're you can still have a family and you can have all your guys and and everyone has a like mind and the kids can grow up together and you can be very significant significant to that. Just like I've been significant and I feel great to see what I've built with RLD and I feel significant to you guys. And as I continue to build the community, I'm gonna feel more significant. And when I build the offline thing and I see the houses and the kids and all that, I'll feel even even better about it. So that is the move. Okay. That that's I've I've taken you through my path and I've extended a bit to the future, but 70% of what I've of what I'm talking about, I've already done. I've already accomplished. Okay. And this is stuff that you can accomplish if you choose. And I truly believe that the community can be accomplished too. I mean, all you need is 10, 15, maybe 20 people. So that's the path, right? That's how you transmute it into productivity is you focus on what you can control. You look at your life. You're like, what would my ideal life look like? And what can I do to get it there? Is it realistic? And what can I do to realistically get it there? All right, and if you spend the next 20 years doing that, I guarantee you, I guarantee you'll have an awesome life, or, or you'll have, you'll be able to max out the cards that you were given, all right? And that's the move. So it's not about that you don't matter, it's just insignificant to the political process, but you're significant to your life, your friend's life, and your community's life, if you so choose. And that's where you wanna focus on all your attention on, okay? Focus the attention on who you're significant to, right? Not who you're not significant to. Focus on the attention on who's loyal to you, right? Get control of yourself and then give your energy and your attentions back to the the people around you and, and the people who are loyal to you. And build up that lifestyle as much as you can. And that's how you transmute that energy into something that's productive. So I hope that was clear. If you have any questions, let me know in the comment section. As always, check out parts one and two of the series if you haven't watched them already. Check me out at RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com. I'm on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, all over the place. And uh, thank you so much for watching or listening. And I wish you all the best on your personal development journey.